you ready to talk fantasy football? Then you're ready for the Picking Up the Blitz Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your hosts, Mike Randall and Scott Burke. I'm angry. Never in my fantasy football career have I had a day like I had yesterday. Single-handedly, your beloved Pittsburgh Steeler defense gagged it, which with one of the most pathetic performances I've ever seen and gave me losses all across the board. How you doing, partner? I'm great. How about Vernon Davis and his zero points against don't the worst get, don't defense even get in, me against tight ends in football? You want to put it on the Steelers? That's quite all right. By all means, they listen. They won a game. They're 9-2. I didn't expect that to happen. You, know, you said mother of God game. You were all over them laying 14 points. Listen, nobody saw that coming. It was three or four plays that broke this game open. Other than that, they didn't really do anything else Three in this or four game. plays? They had squirrels on cocaine running free in the freaking secondary. Your team is horrific. You have no chance to beat New England. Zero. Zippo. You got Ben. Oh, you know, I'm really stepping away from the game now. Oh, I'm back, baby. I'm back better than ever. Your team is a joke. You have no chance. You're an afterthought. You're a movie at the week at best. Nine and two, you have no Mr. chance. Mr. Mr. Nostradamus, a prognosticator, when I texted you yesterday and told you I was down 24 going against Antonio Brown, your response to me was, I know you think he's going to get 202 touchdowns every game, but that's just not going to happen. Yeah, enough, because all you Steeler, all you Steeler blowhards, all you guys do is you make it seem like every one of your players is great. Ben, he's a real man. He stays in the pocket for so long. He's a turnover disaster, and he's inaccurate. Le'Veon Bell, what vision? He has zero burst. Look on playerprofiler.com. He's in the 18th percent in burst. You know why he doesn't get any touchdowns? Because why do you want to give the ball to a running back who takes 20 seconds to get to the freaking scrimmage line every time he's there? It's a joke. How DeMarco Murray do yesterday? How many touches he get compared to It doesn't to matter. Murray? It doesn't. How's your blowhard DeMarco Murray fandom going you, for you? You wish you had a modicum of the fantasy football knowledge that I have. The stuff I have to overcome on a yearly basis. I'm in this Yahoo league with you with all this garbage that goes on your friend Sal, your buddy Sully, your dog's friend's uncle, all you guys make secret trades, stuff goes on all the time, and despite that, I still survive. I'm a survivor. And despite all you do that, sound like a guy with sour grapes because your decisions, your decisions to be anti everybody else come back to bite you. You all weekend, Martavis Bryant, and all weekend, Martavis Bryant, and you dropped him for Eric Dunner. Oh, oh because of Shark. There we go. Because Rashard Matthews is out, so let me let me there go, we get go. Eric. Scott's Tauten Steeler. Scott's Tauten Steeler. Whoa, he's got three catches. Now we're jumping up and down. Great job. All week long, you said Ryan Fitzpatrick. All week long, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know what? Let me start Jacoby Brissett. Oh, give yeah, me a break. Because you're a genius, my man. My predictions have been on the money. All you do. You're mad. You're mad because you know your nine and two Pittsburgh Steelers have no chance. Those Patriot receivers are going to be like bees flying over a flower. Your defense gagged. What happens? They're That's soft. Irrelevant. You have a soft freaking team. That's and irrelevant. It was terrible. To your, fantasy, your fantasy woes that you cannot get over the hump because you were in love with Demarco Murray and all these other B players that you love to trade for. So that's your fault. That's not on me. That's on you, my friend. My man, look at the trades I've pulled off. I dumped Jameis Winston. You told how great the world, how great Jameis Winston is going to be. You said you're going to dump Jameis Winston. I dumped him right away. Where's he right now? You talked about Marcus Mariota being the second coming of freaking Randall Cunningham. Where's he right now? I am on fire. I'm on fire. I'm calling the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Jaguars. I got Eric on our freaking podcast 
praising me. And by the way, I'm going back in the book, Scott. I'm going against each one of you people who came at me for Kareem Hunt. You know what? I'm talking about you at City Messiah. I'm talking about you, Robert, I'm with Cap. I'm talking about you at the Black Nest. All you people that came at me, where are you? I hear crickets. Where are you? Oh, he's a six-round pick from Toledo. Where are you, folks? I'm on fire. Scott, I'm a, psychi- I'm a psychiatrist. My kids are a mess, but I can help everybody else. You crushed me for trading Michael Crabtree for Christian McCaffrey. How's that working out for you? When's Michael Crabtree playing again? He ain't playing again until week 15. Here we go. This is this idiotic theories you have. This is what? Mine is performance-based. You surround yourself with people who justify the result based on what happens, not at the moment. You got a guy in your league who think trading Devonta Freeman and Drew Brees for Le'Veon Bell is a fair trade. Are you out of your freaking mind? You're about in the 40 percentile, and I guarantee you, especially when, say the whole story, how the guy who traded Drew Brees is starting Carson Wentz. Make sure you say the entire scenario. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. So I'm going to draft Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Ben Roethlisberger next year, and I can trade Ben Roethlisberger then straight up for Paul Richardson. Well, because I have other quarters. It's not a fair trade. How's Drew Brees doing this year? How's he doing this He's year? He's still Drew Brees. Drew Brees. You're out of your mind. It doesn't mind. matter. He's not Drew Brees. I know. Of I know. Because you're year. so damn short-sighted. It's like the people who said, oh, Julio Jones is having a bad year. You're ready to give Julio Jones up for a bag of Fritos. The guy dropped 54 freaking points because good players are good players. Just because he had one touchdown doesn't mean you can give him away. That's the problem. You're short-sighted. I'm Sigmund Freud. short-sighted. You are short-sighted. You're short-sighted to look at one way, and it's Randall's way only, and it's not always right, my friend. Because I'm Sigmund Freud. Let's hit the first quarter. All right, Scott, let's hit some news here. Give me your opinion on stuff. The first thing is Kareem Hunt, and I'll start with this, and I feel like I'm getting up in the courtroom. Remember OJ with the glove and the whole thing? Here's my glove. Blake Bortles has more rushing touchdowns than Kareem Hunt since week three. Nothing further, Your Honor. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a problem for Kareem Hunt owners. It, it's a it's a problem. It's all a problem for that team. And now they're starting to clamor for Patrick Mahomes. You had mentioned a couple of weeks ago they should they should have brought him in against the Jets just in that or the Giants in that driving windstorm. And at this point, losers five or six. It's getting a little dicey for Reed and Hunt and the rest of that team. So yeah, you're a Kareem Hunt owner. You're worried because right now you are seeing the exact opposite of what you saw for the first three four weeks. Next one is Leonard Fournette. I don't know if this foot injury is still bothering him. He was on the sideline for TJ Yeldon. And they're going to say, oh, well, his passing downs. But then for three series in a row, they had Chris Ivory came in. And oh, by the way, Scott, he fumbled. Are you worried about Leonard Fournette moving forward? And where would you put him? He had 12 rushes for 25 yards against Arizona. By the way, I told Eric, our Twitter person, he's tweeting me in the morning, that Arizona always beats somebody on the road against, and they pulled it off this time against Jacksonville at home. They always beat somebody at home. They pulled it off against Jacksonville. Here they go again. What do you think about Leonard Fournette? Are you concerned? A little bit. I wonder if it's more to it. Do you think it's just injury? Do you think there's maybe some disciplinary stuff going on behind the scenes? I'm not really sure with him. Uh, you could be a little bit uh, concerned, though, with Fournette here. Yeah, listen, hasn't scored a rushing touchdown in three weeks. You know, and as you hit this fantasy drive, you you know, people are banking on him being an RB1. I don't say he's falling in the hunt category of uh, worrying this, but he's getting close. Scott, rest of schedule. Let's go game by game. Tell me if he's going to be an RB1, yes or no, okay? The Colts at home on Sunday. Yes. Seahawks home on December no. 10th. Home Texans. Three home no. games in a row. At Niners? Yes. 
All right, and that's it. Week 17's at Titans. That is not good for Leonard Fournette. And, of course, we'll get to the beautiful one. I got a dynasty team that's on fire right now. No one's trading with me. No one's talking to me. I got Melvin Gordon. I got Freeman. I got Tevin Coleman. I got all these guys all over the place. And there goes Michael Crabtree. All of a sudden, we're going to stand up to Aqib Tlaib. We're mad about the chain getting ripped off. And he's throwing haymakers that are not landing, by the way, Scott. He is gone for not one, two games. Yeah, two games is bad. The one you could deal with because it's week 13, but week 14, that second one, that is going to be the start of a good amount of fantasy playoffs, especially in those leagues with six teams making it. It's also a problem for Cooper owners because it doesn't look like he's going to be able to go. I mean, they play the Giants next week, so I would assume they would try to beat the Giants without Cooper and get him healthy for the following week. But yeah. Crabtree owners got to be a little upset because most of you, and I know in your league, playoffs don't start until week 15, but in my league and a few other leagues that have six teams make the playoffs, week 14 is a, uh, is a playoff week one. And if you don't have a bye with Crabtree, you're in trouble. Cooper, multiple leagues for me. Crabtree in the in the Dynasty League. I'm I in have, the same boat. You have in the same boat. You got five million receivers. You got Keenan Allen running all over the place. What are you talking about? You're ready to dump Keenan Allen me for Jarek McKinnon. Listen, I tried to trade Keenan I Allen. I pulled it back no. after 36 hours of sitting up there. It's like Rip Van Winkle a trade. You're more, not it taking more, it. Like, it was more like more like eight hours. Well, well, how long you need to make a decision? Because I, I had other deals there. I was waiting you have for any deals. That's what you do. You go around. You're like an 80 year old person shopping for green beans in the supermarket. Just there make a decision. Again. Randall sour grapes. On the sour grapes. It was up there. How long you need to make a decision? Your sour grapes were on sale. They were on sale 39 cents a pound at the market. Today. How long do you need to make a decision? Eight hours. You only got a trade. I'm off your trade. Two days later, it stays up there. Well, I got to see if I get a better offer. Who the hell do you think no, you no, are? See, I had offers out there, my friend. But anyway, moving on. I know you're a little upset because you didn't get them, and you're 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 in a tailspin in all these. Mari so. Cooper's getting knocked out. Crabtree's out for two games. Your Steelers defense is so damn soft. Mean Joe Green is embarrassed. Embarrassed for that defense. This was any other defense. And it's funny how you're gonna put your entire fantasy season on week 12 the Steelers no, defense hold on Sunday on a night second. hold on a second I will pull this damn tape no no it's you ain't me on this one. seven points a game put it on all these other geniuses Jacoby Brissett put it do on all see, these guys do you notice do you notice how he keeps trying to change the subject he won't do, that's what people do that don't have good defenses they don't answer the question it's very simple all I heard from you on text message all this stuff Steelers at home at night. Steelers at home at prime time. Steelers at home at prime time. Your defense, you couldn't stop Brett Hundley. You couldn't stop Brett freaking Hundley in your own backyard with those stupid dumbass yellow and black towels. You couldn't do a damn thing. That's embarrassing. You have no choice. Let me get the violin out for you. Let me get the violin out for you. King of the little people. That's what you are. Oh, man, I'm going to make a trade for Ben because at nighttime, he's awesome. Give me a break. Hasn't worked out for him, by the way. That's three in a row. So all these moves that you criticize and you go, yeah, I know, I'm lucky because I I didn't know what I was doing. We're looking at Cincinnati next week. We call them the bungles. Let's see how you do on the road. Good good luck with that one. Make sure you're playing a meaningful game next week. Meaningful? I can't. You could... Man, you would be you would be in a freaking insane asylum if you go against the adversity I have to go against every year. Last you year, bring the adversity on yourself. You got eighty-seven leagues you're in, and the funny thing is, four years ago you criticizing me for being in four leagues. You're in eight hundred seventy-five thousand leagues with forty-five different fantasy. I websites. got freaking. I got Matt Ryan. I got Mar- Melvin Gordon last year. Oh, uh, how many times I got to hear the story? I had this. I had that. I didn't Mike, get in. I got, blah, 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 I got blah, blah, Mike blah. Evans. You got five hundred less points. You're saying, hey, are you talking to the third person? You know, I got him. He's in the third person. You know, Scotty's going for an undefeated season this year. Scotty's going for an undefeated Yeah, I had that work out because you have 500 less points. Give me a break. The adversity. And you got all your buddies making deals. Very funny, folks. Very funny how Scott's brother leaves Sterling Shepard 
in the lineup yesterday. But Bob, of course, dude. once we get two weeks ago, but we get to Turkey Day, right? All of a sudden, Scotty's giving the hand hug pounds. Hey, man, you better change your lineup. Hey, man, you better change your lineup. Sterling Shepard, well, two weeks only, ago, if, game doesn't oh. matter. Game doesn't matter. Two weeks ago, Sterling Shepard's got a migraine. He's not in the lineup. But against him, all of a sudden, you're like scouring the raver like a stenographer on freaking steroids right now oh, looking for somebody. Stop. Unbelievable. If only that was the case, I didn't actually even see my brother in Thanksgiving. I know. Sir. I know. You never talked to you. I know. Yeah. Pull the phone records on Sprint. You never texted oh, him on Thanksgiving. Go away. Go away with your conspiracy theory. All of a sudden, we're anti-family. Here we go. Fine. Every year, you with the same conspiracy nonsense. You're in eight million leagues. You win one. Move on, my man. That's more than you won in a couple of years. And you stack your league with your family members and your friends, dogs, Uncle Santa. That's all I gotta you tell got you. You got forty-six cousins in your league. You have forty-six cousins and coworkers that no one else has seen but you. So ease and, up with the and conspiracy. They, and they all make legit trades. Relax, they all make friends. legit trades. Yeah, I know. Oh yeah, did they all make legit trades? You were banging on the door to uh, Julio Jones trade a couple weeks ago. How legit was that, my oh, you friend? You better check your lineup. You better check your lineup. You better check. Your That's collusion. That's collusion. You're colluding. Second quarter. Quarter two, NFC home games. Let's recap the week that was in week twelve. We'll start with the Thanksgiving games. Pretty good game here. You know, tight for most of the game. Vikings win this game, thirty to twenty-three. Case Keenum again keeps himself. The leader for that quarterback job, Teddy Bridgewater, going to have to wait another week. Vikings, Lions, what do you got from this game from the opener on Thursday? It's another fantastic call by me. Sometimes you have to zig when everybody else zags. And everyone talks about Xavier Rhodes and Xavier Rhodes' lockdown. It's a Thursday. It's in Detroit. They normally play well. I texted you. Marv, uh, Xavier Rhodes, uh, FU, maybe it's whatever. And, sh- so. and, and sure enough, Marvin Jones, six for one on nine, two touchdowns. Listen, he's a little volatile, Scott, but he's going to be a solid high end wide receiver, too, at least moving forward. The Golden Tate thing makes no sense. It's another freaking crazy thing that makes no. Why wouldn't Golden Tate do well? Why would he have four receptions for seven yards? I'm fairly certain if you're out there, you get more than seven yards on four receptions. I'm almost positive. But I, I mean, st- I'd run down the field for eight, just wait there and catch ball. That's a smart say. Now you're doing math. I certainly think that Golden Tate is a solid play moving forward. He wasn't this week. It really cost me. But I, I still think he's going to be fine. I do think, unfortunately, Scott, we have to get off the Amir Abdullah bandwagon. He fumbled. It just doesn't seem like it's working out. They're going to probably use Riddick a little bit more if you want to try to pick him up and go there. Galladay's a feast or famine guy. And Matt Stafford has been solid. You liked him beginning of the year. I think he's very solid. Two touchdowns, 250. It's kind of what he's going to be. On the Viking side, Latavius Murray, Drick McKinnon. Murray got a lot more carries again. McKinnon... You know, three targets in the passing game, but Murray is taking on more of a role in this uh, running back situation than McKinnon has the past couple of weeks. It's really amazing how the offensive line is the key component. The running backs really don't matter. And I can assure you, Scott, that next year I'm going to be more invested in rookie uh, running backs than I was, certainly was this year or in the past because the Tennessee Titans offensive line was spectacular this year, and this year they're brutal. And last year the Minnesota Vikings offensive line was terrible, and this year they're very, very good. I do think McKinnon's going to be okay. I think he he's going to be used. He almost had the touchdown there and broken on the 31-yard catch. But this was game script. Vikings get up big. If the Vikings get up big, they're going to use Murray. He's getting the ball at the goal line. He had 84 rushing yards and a touchdown. I still think, man, he can give you that three-point standard fantasy week. So I'd be careful with Latavius Murray. I think McKinnon will be better in, in PPR. Stefan Diggs is really good. He's going to have another breakout game like he did at Washington. It's coming. And death taxes and Adam Thielen, eight for 89. And listen, they're trying to get Case Keenum out of there, Scott, but he's still doing a real good job.
Yep, and Kyle Rudolph at the breakout game. People have been waiting for a little bit. Two touchdowns on 64 yards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Two touchdowns. On, and it's amazing. He had those two touchdowns and he limited yardage. I mean, but he ended up having the 60 yards, but it was amazing. The second game, Scott, uh, I, I, I happen to be blessed to have Thanksgiving, by the way, with my cousin Brian, who's a massive, massive Cowboy fan. And this was one of those games I chose Rivers, had him start at Keen Allen's run all over the place. This buried the Cowboys. They're done. But... 28-6, to six, Chargers beat the Cowboys. You think the Chargers are going to win the AFC West, and this certainly helped and, and furthered your cause. Yep, a game out now, and I'll pat myself on the back like you did. I gave up the Chargers defense again, told you they'd have a big game in Dallas, and they lit it up DFS-style, regular-style. One of our esteemed cousins that we talked to, I, you know, he kept asking, he kept asking, he doesn't listen, though. So what are you going to do? It is what it is. Philip Rivers, the key football to, con man. Philip Rivers, the key to Dallas. I was all over that in DFS. It's a fantastic combination. Hopefully we're going to get a... Continuing big second half of Keenan Allen. I'll help all fantasy owners with him that waited on that explosion. Philip Rivers lit it up. Melvin Gordon, only 3.1 a carry. I texted you, I thought he got four. It was actually only 3.1, so he still can't get the yard per carry going. Doesn't score. Limited in the passing game, three for 23, but still Melvin Gordon. He's still really the only game in town. I'm not buying uh, Austin Eckler, so Melvin Gordon, you roll out there every week continuously. Hunter Henry, it's nice to see awake in five for 76 and a touchdown, so hopefully he'll be involved going forward as this Chargers team. They're dangerous. I think they're, they're, the defense has improved. The offense is moving well. And with the Chiefs imploding and the Raiders losing every wide receiver and the Broncos without a quarterback, this division's theirs, in my opinion. Only game out now with five to play or six. So for me, they are the team to beat there. Dallas side, listen, I don't know if it took injuries to the offensive line or if it took Ezekiel Elliott out. But again, Dak Prescott is showing some regression again. He only gets not, 179. Scott, that's not. Hold on a second. That's not true. I'm done with the Dak Prescott criticism. I got no dog in this fight. You and I have talked about this all year. This team has no weapons. What happened here now is he's getting exposed. He's getting exposed. I don't care if you put any quarterback back there. Scott, they have Des Bryant. We'll get to him in a little bit. They have Cole Beasley. They have Bryce Butler. They have no weapons, man. I think it's totally unfair. Listen, has he been good? No, he has been worse than he was last year, but that's totally unfair. You put Dak Prescott on the Steelers, he'll be fine. Trust me. I understand. It's just a matter of when you lose weapons, it's time to try to step up a little bit and do what you can with what you got. And it's just not working. You know, this was a game against the Chargers. Cowboys needed to win this game to stay afloat. Now this game against the Eagles next week is really meaningless for them. It, 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 an Eagles win will pretty much eliminate them from wildcard contention as well as that NFC is really tough. Can't make anything out of the running game here. Rod Smith got 9 for 41. Alfred Morris got 9 for 36. I'm almost going to tell you to stay away. I still think Alfred Morris will be the safer play, but I'd stay away. And Des Bryant, he's a borderline, uh, you know, <laughs> leave him on the bench because he can't separate, like you said. He doesn't get involved. He makes a four-yard catch, and he's complaining, pumping his fist, throwing his arms up, three for 37. I've had enough of Des Bryant. Uh, Jason Witten, seven for 44. He's reliable enough to roll him out there if you need be. That's really it from a Cowboys standpoint. Let me let me try some things here with you, Scott. Ready? Week 13. Melvin Gordon at home against Cleveland or Le'Veon Bell at Cincinnati? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon at home against Cleveland. Alvin Kamara, home against Carolina. PPR and standard. Give me both. A standard Gordon, PPR, Kamara. Interesting. I still would probably go standard with Kamara. That's interesting. Last one. Melvin Gordon, home Cleveland. Now, they have a decent run defense. LaShawn McCoy, home New England. Uh, McCoy. Interesting. I like McCoy. And how, how about how the Bills looking now? Tyra Taylor back at home. That's amazing. It, it really is amazing. And here's here's my question, really quick, on that. Man, you brought it up. If you want to see how Nathan Peterman is going to be, right? 
Mm-hmm. Why are you starting him on the road at the Chargers? Why? Just, like it, the whole the whole situation made notes. I think it goes back to what you talked about a little bit that they really they weren't expecting to be here and wanted to tank, but he was so bad. I mean, not look. I know the Chiefs are. Uh, we'll get to the game in a minute, but the Chiefs are going backwards. But Tyrod, they went into Kansas City, which is not an easy place to play, and won a efficient game, and he did nothing to to upset the apple cart again. I just it didn't. It made no sense. It just. It made no sense when you were holding a wild card spot. You lost it, and now you're back in it. You haven't been in the playoffs in what was it, 18, 19 years? Get in the playoffs. You never know what's going to happen. I mean, you're not going to go far. We get there. If you're a Bills fan, please let us know why everybody hates Tyrod Taylor. You can reach us on please. Twitter at PUT Blitz. You can email the show PUT Blitz I mean, at gmail.com. Please let us know. I get it. I, I get it. Like he's not an upper top eight quarterback. But Scott, there's a lot of quarterbacks that are not top eight quarterbacks. But is he top? Is is he is he top seventeen? Top fifteen? He certainly is. He I mean, and I'm I, sure you're with me. I'm not saying Scott. If Tyrod started the Charger game, they're going to win. They lost by forty points. Okay. Yes, so, but I the understood. point is, they they whatever. They're in the playoff hunt. You got to go for it, folks. You got to go for it. I understand all you fans out there want to tank. These are NFL players. They get paid to be competitors. They are competitive. If you see me and Scott play cards, we will kill each other to win a pot of five pennies. Five pennies. There'll be a beer. And there'll be a beer. That's the way it is. Work hard. Play hard. I never say good luck, Scott, in fantasy. I always say play hard. You know why? I don't want you to have luck. I hope a team's terrible. It's ridiculous. Of course you do. Same feelings mutual. That's why, <laughs> listen, as frustrated as you are, I'm getting a little bit of a kick out of it. I'm enjoying it. Anyway. I'm glad somebody go to the last. Look at the last game of Thanksgiving, <laughs> and luckily you get this game because I'm sure you got a gripe you want to pick up here. Redskins 20, Giants 10, really a dull Thursday night game. I'll be quite honest with you. I fell asleep during the first half after eating all that meal. I woke up at halftime. I got to see the second half. Um, there's really not much to talk about the Giants side. I don't understand why they don't give the ball to Darkwa more. They just keep bringing in Wayne Gallman, and they, it just it makes no sense. Darkwa is uh, usable back. So you tell me about this game. It, it's just frustrating because I had such a big lead in one of my fantasy leagues. We had Rivers. We had Allen, the whole thing. And I looked at it. I mean, Scott, on what planet when the Giants have been so bad against tight ends, and it's a short week, right? It's a short week, and they're on the road. If this game was in the Giants, I wouldn't have started them. Why on earth would we think, or what basis would we think, Vernon Davis would have no catches, no targets, nothing, and he would have to stay in to block because the Washington line is so bad that they won't use Niles Paul to do that, who, by the way, had three catches for 16 um, yards. Five targets. Um, okay, five, targets. Oh, five targets. And they can't stop. On what planet would I had Samaj P. Ryan start? Everything. Kirk Cousins is fine. It was a short week. Jamison Crowder, again, thank you. I've been touting Jamison Crowder since July on the beach. Welcome to the party. He's going to be a wide receiver one moving forward. Dotson, your guy, did catch a touchdown. Nice touchdown catch for him. Only two for 28. But again, he's going to be a red zone target. Somebody to look at. P. Ryan is an RB1. You got to start him. He's the only game in time. Byron Marshall, no. Thank you, please. Enough uh, enough with, with Byron Marshall. Looking at the Giants. Eli, forget it. I'm with you on Orleans Darkwell. 11 rushes, 30 yards, but it's on the road. They're not blocking for him. Roger Lewis, 3 for 26. Terrible. Evan Ingram. Again, why? Ever, Redskins have been almost as bad, Scott, as the Giants have been. They uh, have no receiver. Evan Ingram has been terrible the last few games. 3 for 18. I'm done with all Giants. I have no interest in them. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Darkwa. Ingram should have been better. But, yeah, I mean, the rest of the team, it, it, there's really no use for them. And it's Shepard at this point. Might as well keep the migraines and just stay off the field. All right, my partner, let's head to Sunday. Welcome back, Julio Jones. 
Yes, okay. welcome back indeed. You know what's amazing is I heard Bill Simmons today. I was listening to him and he scored two. Bill Simmons did this again, Scott, his his bankroll, a little bit different than ours. He went into a $100 a uh, ten-person league, ten per- so ten people, right? Everybody puts in a hundred. When it gets a thousand, something like that. Mm-hmm. He had two hundred and four DraftKings points, which is very impressive, right? He did yep. not have Julio Jones. How is that? <laughs> How wow. is that even impossible? But yeah. anyway, talk about this: the Bucks, Julio, me and Julio down by the schoolyard. He's back, by the way. And listen, I my main DFS lineup. I stack Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, and I was out for a family function on Sunday, so I you know look at the, the ticker and I kept a replay in the back corner. I see Julio Jones catching his bomb, and I'm like, all right, Ryan and Julio. And all of a sudden, I realized it's Sanu throwing him the ball. I'm like, ah, oh, that's killer for me right there. <laughs> Losing the second half of my stack defeats the whole purpose. Look, Matt Ryan starting to heat up a little bit. Three seventeen, quarterback ratings there. The numbers are there. The Falcons looking to get hot at the right time. It's what matters. You called Tevin Coleman. Uh, he said he was a free oh, so square in DFS. Scott, it was so, so easy. You didn't play Tevin Coleman in fantasy and DFS. You have a problem. I mean, I, come I, on. Nicely done there with Freeman out. This is no, I, and I guarantee you there's a couple of people that said, yeah, you know what? Let me throw Terran Ward in there because maybe he'll get the oh. Coleman chariots with Freeman. And yeah, no, not, not happening. Coleman, nicely done there. Julio Jones, everybody knows about it, 12 for 253 and two touchdowns. There's always, it seems like once a year there's a game like this for Julio. You know, it's it, but it, could he just maybe spread it out a little bit and make it go over like a three or four game period? Maybe, maybe not go two fifty three and one. Give me a buck sixty and give me a buck twenty. The consistency factor is what's killer with him. But other than that, he does this once a year. Sanu gets involved, gets you a touchdown, throwing one. So Sanu continues to be a nice wide receiver two play that you like, and the rest really not much there. Austin Hooper disappointment, uh, three for thirty eight, and you know the Falcons put up a thirty four spot. Tampa Bay side, I mean, you, you were all over Fitzpatrick all week. You know, it's 283 yards, doesn't get in the end zone. Didn't do anything to lose the game. They lost Doug Martin, I think, in this game. He was banged up a little bit. Seven carries, only 33 yards. If he's healthy, he's fine. If not, then you got to go out and pick up Jaquiz Rogers off the waiver wire if Martin's not a go because Rogers can give you some RB2 uh, production there, both in the passing and the rushing game. It is frustrating, Scott, to avoid these things that make no sense, these nonsensical fantasy things. Remember I told you a couple of years ago, I, I, you, you mark, we, we look at the end, right? So whenever you play fantasy football, you want to look at the end of the season. You want to see during those playoff weeks who's going to be good. I told you, I identified the Chiefs. I grabbed their defense four weeks early, stashed them. They played Johnny Manziel and the Browns, and they only had like four or six defensive points. They still managed to win the title that year, but it was very, very close. Scott, looking ahead, we've talked about this. Look at the Atlanta Falcons schedule for the rest of the season. Fantasy season, you ready? Home Vikings, home Saints, at Buccaneers, at Saints. Folks, it's that simple. If you got Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Tevin Coleman, Hooper, get Teron Ward, get him in there because this is the best fantasy home stretch lineup. Yeah, they're they're in good shape and you know, they're getting hot at the right time because that division is you know, equally tough with the Carolina winning, the Saints. Tough loss for the Saints this week, but they're right there. So, yeah, tough division. Falcons getting hot at the right time. Scott, um, Scott, real quick, uh, Mike Evans, tell me wide receiver one yes or no rest of schedule because he's certainly somebody who's been a massive disappointment. We get to the in- end of the year, folks. We'll do our biggest bust, biggest successes, all that stuff. But I'm just curious, Scott, end of the year. So wide receiver one yes or no, here we go. At Packers. Yes. Home Lions. No. Home Falcons. Yes. At Panthers. No. There you go. So two out of four. I mean, listen, Winston not being right all year long didn't help. You know, if it's Patrick's in there, you know, 
he could target one guy, but Fitzpatrick, you know, as much as you want to kill Winston, Fitzpatrick's not exactly lights out of the quarterback either. So it does hurt, but you, you got to be able to separate, get yourself open. I mean, listen, DeAndre Hopkins is doing it with Tom Savage. So if you can do it with Tom Savage, you got to be able to do it with Ryan Fitzpatrick. All right, so I got this one dead wrong. Uh, Bears, Eagles, Eagles win this one. 31-3, I went out on Twitter, talked to you. I really had a feeling that the Bears would show up. I thought they'd play tough. I thought the Eagles might have a little bit of a letdown, so I'll eat some humble pie, crow, whatever you want to call it. Dead wrong on this game. Eagles win this one 31-3. Fantasy standpoint, you know, you could talk about it. I don't really really have much to talk about on the Bears side. Listen, at some point, though, you have to let Mitchell Trubisky play and and stop coddling him. him, He's going to make mistakes. If you drafted him for a reason at this point, you're not going anywhere. Let him play, but you could talk about this game. Uh, But definitely had this one dead wrong. Eagles 31-3. Scott, I'm going to call like I say it. I'm Mike Randall. The R stands for real. I keep it real. What did I text you on Saturday night? Tell him. What did I text you about this game, about your prediction? That it showed guts? I thought it showed guts. And honestly, there was a narrative here. Some things I thought made no sense. This one made sense. You, I understand that. It's Philadelphia. They're home. The Bears have played tough. I didn't like it. I thought Philly at home's a big deal. And I also thought that the, the Eagle run defense is one of the most automatic things. Besides the Patriots offense scoring a lot of points, the Eagles run defense this year, folks, has been absolutely incredible. So I did think they were going to stuff Jordan Howard, but I like it. I like the call. You got to zig when you like, people aren't listening to us because they want to hear, you know, you really should start Tom Brady this week. No, that's yeah. what they want to hear. They want to hear us sit there and say Kareem Hunt's not that good when you get blasted on Twitter, and all of a sudden, if he gets thirty yards, it's a big game. That's what he wants. So I'm not. Hey, listen, I just thought. I thought. Yeah, they just buried the Cowboys. Yeah, they just get, watched the Cowboys get, again get, on Thursday. I like. Just one of those I like got, the call. One of those got feelings. Absolutely not. I'm not saying a word about it. Very quick, Carson Wentz. The thing that is keeping Scott, and I'm done with Tom Brady. If you're going to give the MVP to Tom Brady, folks, it's like LeBron James. You can give the most valuable basketball player in the NBA is LeBron James. Do you remember the year that he wasn't on the Cavaliers? Okay. But we can't give it to him every year. I understand that Tom Brady is the most valuable player. I get it. I get it, guys. But without him, at least they won 11 games with the whole thing. Remember that with uh, Matt Castle? Castle. Right. So did nothing elsewhere. So keep that in mind. Which is true. So, But here's the point. Carson Wentz is the MVP, Scott. However... The Eagles do have a tough schedule coming up. So let's keep that in mind. So just to throw it out there, they got to go to Seattle. I know. I know Seattle is not what it used to be. But still, I always say it's an easy game. At the Rams, that's tough. Ask Drew Brees about that one. At the Giants and the Raiders. They don't have the easiest schedule in the world. I'll say this, Scott. You ready? Fill it in for me. If the Eagles stumble and they actually start slipping, who's the MVP of the NFL? If they start slipping, who's the MVP of the NFL? Say it. Go ahead. I'll say it then. You know who it is? It's Antonio uh, Brown. That's the answer. That's the answer. And and, and you, a wide receiver being MVP rarely happens, man. I'll tell you right now. If Wentz stumbles, it's Antonio Brown. I mean, I could see it. I like you said, it rarely happens though. But that'd be my vote. You know, it, the, some Real, of those catches that well, one last night, <laughs> the eleven seconds. Amazing, amazing catch. I mean, it, it, the guy's Hall of Famer. Period. End of story. First ballot. That's it. Just give him the jacket. Uh, uh, Scott, I want to point out Nick Foles played. So I mentioned Nick Foles a couple weeks ago, but he actually Atta played. Boy, this game. Uh, Blunt was really good. Fifteen for ninety. Clay Harbor getting the game. That's the yeah, question. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, Legarrette Blunt, fifteen rushes, ninety-seven yards. Solid game. That's a problem there. Now listen, don't jump off the Jay Ajayi bandwagon yet. All right. He had one reception, seven yards. He had a 30-yard run, then he fumbled, right? And Aguilar picked up the touchdown. But this was game script. This is what I thought Scott Mike Gillisley would be. 
what you see here. 97 yards for LeGarrette Blunt. Is he still employed? No, he's terrible. 97 yards for LeGarrette Blunt because of positive game script. These are the games I thought the Patriots would have. They never have them. And now he fumbled. So, of course, he's in the doghouse. But Rex Burkhead can fumble. That doesn't matter. We'll get to that in a little bit. Zach Ertz, death taxes. Zach Ertz won your best calls all year. He's best tight end in football, period. Best fantasy tight end. Well done. Excellent. Alshon Jeffrey got in. Revenge game? No? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar with a touchdown. Does that really count? I have no idea. Uh, moving over to Chicago. Here's one for you, man. Next week, talk to me about Jordan Howard. Now, listen. They got San Francisco, okay, which should be a good matchup. Ready? Really quick. Jordan Howard home against San Francisco. Samaj P. Ryan at Dallas on Thursday. It has to be Jordan Howard at home. The San Francisco rush defense is terrible, and a, another one of those breakouts are coming, so it's got to be Jordan Howard. Jordan P. How- Ryan, P. Ryan off a big game, but it's got to be Howard. Jordan Howard home against San Francisco. Kareem Hunt at the Jets. That's <laughs> Jordan Howard. Jordan Howard uh, home against San Francisco. Deion Lewis at Buffalo. Then I was Jordan Howard. And last one, Jordan Howard home against San Francisco. Todd Gurley at Arizona. Oh, that's a tough one. It's still Jordan. Jordan Howard should be top three next week, if you, not top two. You know what bothers me, man? I'm sorry, really quick. You know what bothers me? The, so I'm doing these fantasy pros rankings every week against the experts. Okay, so what I do is you download it and you download the expert consensus. So you download, everybody puts their, their rankings in real early. Right? So this is next week. Scott, listen to the first couple of running backs. It's just, they name rank. They name rank. That's what it is. Le'Veon Bell at Cincinnati is the number one. Right? That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, guys. He'll have a good game. Of course he will. But you're telling me he's better than Alvin Kamara against Carolina, Melvin Gordon home against Cleveland, Todd Gurley is second in Arizona. No chance. I'm done. I'm sorry. That's it. Dontrell Lemon, yeah. by the way, Scott, not bad, right? Dontrell Lemon is all right. Yeah, I'm not, not buying it. Until they let Trubisky start throwing the football around, been, I, I'm not, I'm not buying it. He's better than Vernon Davis, four for 64 for Dontrell Lemon. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, the Vernon Davis thing is one we can think about forever. Never going to figure it out. Seattle goes on the road against San Francisco now. Russell Wilson has had a history, Scott, of not playing well in San Francisco, but he certainly did well here. He's a sneaky DFS play. Talks about Seattle 24, San Francisco 13. Talk to us about it. Yeah, like you said, Wilson, you know, 228, two touchdowns and an interception. Not an outstanding game. Ran one in, though. It, Ran one in. Did, did run one in as well, so that's a good uh, DFS and fantasy point. But, yeah, this game was, this game was what, 14-6 after three, and, you know, the, the Niners hung around that just like they did in Seattle. They hung around in this game and get, get, got out of control late. And then we got the uh, Jimmy Garoppolo appearance. His uh, two for two, 18 in the touchdown, I think outscored about four starters this week. So good news there from the Garoppolo standpoint. But Wilson's going to be fine uh, going forward for the Seahawks. Eddie Lacy emerged as the leading running back with 17 carries, but uh, only 2.7 carries. So I'm not buying into that just yet. I don't know. J.D. McKissick had a lot of hype. I'm not buying that either. Paul Richardson, four for 70. Doug Baldwin really was nowhere to be found in this yeah, game. Who, whose fantasy team was he on, Scott? I, I believe he was on yours. Uh, so I'm sure that helped you this week. Unbelievable. Adding it, he was just nowhere to be found. Richardson goes four for 70. Jimmy Graham gets a touchdown. Jimmy Graham will be a tight end one going forward. He'll be fine. Uh, Nick Vanette gets a touchdown. Don't worry about that. It was Vanette, not Luke Wilson this time. And other than that, not much else on the Seattle side. Um, I like Richardson's as a wide receiver, too, uh, down the stretch. Tyler Lockett, zero for zero on one target. So, for me, I still like Richardson better than Lockett. San Francisco side, I, I would assume with the injury to Bethard, we're going to see Garoppolo going forward. Bethard took a real nasty hit on the floor. Looked like a bad concussion there, possibly. So, the Garoppolo era might be underway. I'm sure you could stash him if you want to. Um, that's completely up to you. I wouldn't really roll with him going into the fantasy playoffs. Carlos Hyde disappointed. Expected a little more. I know Seattle, but at home, I thought Hyde would get a lot more action. He was one of my sneaky DFS plays. Did not work out. 16 for 47. 
and really limiting it's seven catches but only 21 yards so you know helps out in that single point uh per catch uh, leagues but other than that really not much and really there's nobody else on this team you're really playing i don't think you played george kittle this week marquis goodwin four for 78 but he's feast or famine so not much else to talk about but i believe the jimmy garoppolo error will be underway next week against the bears your thoughts on Garoppolo? At the Bears, Scott, very tricky. I'm not sure how Garoppolo is going to do. Chicago plays it, it does a nice job at home with defense usually. But I will say this. You're telling me Carlos Hyde has done fairly well, man, so far with this quarterback disaster, and now he's getting Jimmy Garoppolo? And you think I think he's a great play. He's under 6,000 in, in DraftKings. We'll get to that in the fourth quarter. But I like Carlos Hyde, man, because, I mean, the Bears are going to stuff him. That's fine. Means they're going to throw. He is the best quarterback he's had all year. Makes It would be logical he would be at least a solid RB1, right? Yeah, I mean, if anybody's going to increase, it's going to be him. And maybe, maybe Goodwin does increase a little bit with a guy who can actually throw the football. Who knows? But other than that, not much else to talk about from the Seahawks and the, the Niners side. Here you get the game of the week that we had, on, at least on paper, going in. Is everybody looking forward to this one? We got this in national TV. Saints, Rams, Rams. Show they are still for real. 26-20 win at home against the Saints. A lot of fantasy action in this game. Um, break that down for us. Jared Goff at home is good. Jared Goff on the road, yet to be determined. But Jared Goff at home is good. Folks, Wade Phillips makes a difference. We talk about Wade Phillips' impact on the on the defense. There you go. Three sacks on Drew Brees against the toughest offense he's going to face besides Philadelphia this year in, in the NFC. Jared Goff, solid 354, two touchdowns, one interception. Usually rushes for some yards once in a while, too. Didn't get any here. Todd Gurley's tough. Saints defense has been has been stingy, but he caught four balls for 54, as well as rushing for 74 yards. Robert Woods is out. I don't know when he's going to be back, Scott. It could be two weeks. I don't think it's next week. It could be two weeks. But Sammy Watkins is, is full systems go. This is another guy who was a... a a victim of terrible cornerback matchups earlier this year. He's not a great guy that separates, but he basically does Bryant except a little bit younger. Four catches, 82 yards in the first touchdown. You prefer Watkins over Cup? Yeah, that's a tough one. See, because, Watkins... Because you know, Watkins got the score, but Cup got the targets and you know the 8 for 116. Yeah, if Woods is in... It's a tough one. If Woods is in, I think he hurts Cup's value because he works a lot of slants and intermediate routes. But yes, if Cup, if Woods is out, I'll take Cup. I'll take him in both. Josh Reynolds, if you're interested, caught a touchdown. If you really needed a deep flyer for some reason because of injuries or you have Michael Crabtree and Mike, Mark Cooper, <laughs> Josh Reynolds may not be terrible next week. Saints, you're fine. Kamara's a stud. He's a total stud. I had in my DFS lineup. I was able to cash. Me too. Despite picking Marcus Mariota as my quarterback in one of my lineups, Scott, I was able to cash because I had Alvin Kamara as my flex. He's fantastic. Ace Seven yards rushing, a touchdown, 101 yards uh, receiving and a touchdown. I heard something from uh, Cousin Sal on the Simmons podcast that he was something like 50 to 1, Scott, to be rookie of the year. I think he's a lock this year. Yeah, now, yeah, for sure. He should be. Scott, Ted Ginn, bet, uh, outside, not bad. For him, pretty good. Seven receptions, yeah. 71 yards. He's certainly ahead of Des Bryant now in that race. So I, I know he, I know. I told someone to play Ginn over Des Bryant. And, you know, the good news for me is in the league, I own Cooper and I have Ginn on the bench. So at least I have someone I can fill in. And on the uh, Outside on the road, he's a little bit of a frisky play once in a while. But this hey, was a high for him. 71 on the road. Yeah, this was a high for him. It's like, again, it's one time we don't take the one time and go nuts okay no, no, <laughs> one but time. he's been relatively consistent in that 10 12 point range and for me a guy who's going to lose cooper probably for a little while i can i'll take 10 to 12 a week if i can get it he's certainly better than does bryant michael thomas five for 52 i think scott we have to deem michael thomas a disappointment this year he was getting drafted in the first round of a lot of drafts especially ppr he's not getting the touchdowns and without a doubt the foil the kryptonite to michael thomas is alvin kamara can, can i ask you is it more on thomas or is it on breeze because breeze has not no. 
been briefed. Listen, so, it's, it's listen. I had the opportunity, Scott, to meet Sean Payton once. By the way, I told you this. I was down with my wife at a conference in New Orleans. He's standing on there on, on Bourbon Street at some uh, uh, Sunday. It wasn't late at night. It was like a Sunday brunch. Okay, take it easy with his son. I got to shake his hand. Strongest handshake, handshake I've ever seen in my life. Ever felt in my life, by the way, from from him. But I really believe they sat in a room. Ready in July when me and you were on the beach with our families. This is what they did. They sat in in the room and they said this. Listen, Drew's getting older. If we're going to win a Super Bowl, we got to commit to the run. Every once in a while, man, like against the Redskins, he can dial it up and throw for 350. But we can't expect him to do that every time he's going to get murdered. So I think it is a system. I think they decided that we are going to run the ball. And when we need Drew to help us, he's going to be there for it. That's what it is. I think it's a system. I think Kamara's been better than expected. He's, he's Darren Sproles on steroids, basically. That's what I'm talking about. And by the way, Mark Ingram, terrible game, but he'll bounce back. Don't worry about that. Jaguars on the road. Cardinals, I said this to Eric, our loyal follower on Twitter. The the Cardinals always beat someone they're not supposed to beat at home late in the season. They did it here to the Jaguars. Defense stepped up in a big way. Touchdown for Ricky Seals-Jones. We can get in that. And Scott... In my dynasty league, I don't have Michael Crabtree, but I spent 900 of my, my thousand free agent money on Blaine Gabbard. Talk to us well, about Arizona Jackson. That, that, that's worked out for you, Blaine Gabbard. Nicely done. $900. He, uh, uh, so, you know, listen, he, he lit up a Jacksonville defense at home that Ben Roethlisberger threw five picks against at home. So there you go. Nicely done, Blaine Gabbard. Uh, look, Blake Bortles, 160 yards and an interception. We told you he cannot turn the ball over. I'm a quarterback rating of 57.6. He did rush for two touchdowns, which is fine. I get it. But this is the Achilles heel for the Jaguars. The defense is plenty good. I know they gave up 27, but they are fine. It's a matter of can Bortles do anything. They have a chance to be a three seed in the AFC, if you, if you believe that or not. They'll get a home game. They'll get the Bills or the Titans or you know whoever sneaks in the five or six spot. So a very winnable playoff game as long as Blake Bortles does not turn the ball over and make mistakes. Didn't do enough to win here again. He rushed for two touchdowns, but not many people were playing Blake Bortles anyway on the road. Again, we discussed Leonard Fournette. Uh, well, we both, are we concerned? I'm a little bit concerned. Not sure if you're concerned or not. 12 for 25. Do, are you concerned going forward about Leonard Fournette? I am. I am because Tom Coughlin, Doug Marone, these are old school guys. Ivory is a guy that you think he can trust. He's a rookie. He's been injured. He had to be disciplined already. That does not add up, Scott, to a guy they're going to give 25 carries to down the stretch. They want to make the playoffs. They think they can win. This is a team that thinks they can get to the AFC Championship game. There's no doubt in their mind. This is a team that is itching to play your Steelers as the one or the two seed. Whatever ends up happening, they want to play them, and they think they can beat them. They got cocky guys. They're not going to risk it, and they're going to play it safe. And I don't know if that means Fournette. Yeah, I, I don't know. But, you know, TJ Elder offers something in the past game as evidenced by the six targets because five for 42. So if Fournette's workload gets dialed back a little bit, obviously Yeldon, and we both agree, will be the guy that picks it up. Good call here by UDD Westbrook gets out. There. He gets 10 targets, only six for 41. But the 10 targets is key as Marquise Lee only got two. Yeah, I know Marquise Lee drew most of the coverage, I'm sure, from Peterson and so forth. But 10, 10 targets for Westbrook could be a sneaky play going down the stretch. Could be one of those impactful fantasy players that helps maybe lead a championship team. One of those guys you never know. Other than that, Mercedes Lewis, he had one catch. We're not worried about him. Back to Arizona playing Gabber. We talked about Adrian Peterson, 20 for 79. You know, okay, it's a good it's a good game at home, I guess, against the Jacksonville defense. He doesn't score. You talked about Ricky Seals-Jones scoring. And all of a sudden, Jerron Brown showed up on one catch, 52 yards and a touchdown. Larry Fitzgerald was held in check against that great Jacksonville secondary. I think Fitzgerald will still be fine. But, you know, it's a 
It's a tough loss for Jacksonville as they're trying to fight with the Titans for that division. Now I think they flip-flopped. Tennessee moved into the lead. Now Jackson falls to the wild-card spot. So one of those games, just chalk it up a road game. They'll get right on track. But fantasy-wise, you know, I, I told you I'm not a huge Peterson guy. I mean, and do, do we have to really start taking Ricky Seals-Jones seriously? Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm going to drop Vernon Davis. I'll tell you that. And I'll pick up Ricky Seals-Jones this week. Let's show the, the listeners, Scott, how far the mighty have fallen and how quickly fantasy football can change on a dime, which is why you can't give up on your convictions. You ready for this? My partner, would you start Blake Bortles this week at home against Indianapolis or Alex Smith at the Jets? Yeah. Blake Bortles at home. The Colts secondary it. is pretty bad. Five years, five weeks ago, Scott, all of a sudden he's the MVP of the league. Let me ask you something. MVP Alex of the league. We'll get to that game in a second, but Alex Smith has a bad game where they don't win against the Jets somehow. Is that it for him? Is it Mahomes? I, I, maybe, listen, maybe we can get to that when we get to that game. I would have went. I, listen, the other the game against the Giants, I would have put Mahomes in just because of the wind. I, I, there wouldn't have been a quarterback controversy. I would have still stuck with Alex Smith. But, but Scott, Alex Smith's days are numbered. Okay, the, Alex Smith's days are numbered. Look at what the the rookies are doing. People are putting in their hands. Carson Wentz is pretty good this year, huh? After get you know taking his lumps and learning the position, Mahomes has a gun. Their offense is struggling. Kareem Hunt is not Walter Payton. Okay, I think you can make a case to make a switch. I'm telling yeah, you. I, I mean, mean, listen, if they lose this game, they fall to six and but, six. I mean, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you, ready, Scott. I'll tell you the answer. Ready for this? What are your expectations? Like when you set goals, right? You set goals. If the Jacksonville Jaguars make the AFC title game, I think we're going to say that was a successful season, right? Yes. If absolutely. you're the Kansas City Chiefs, are you okay with a first round loss in the playoffs? No. Okay. You want to get further, right? You want to mm-hmm. get further. If that's the case, man, I'm going to ask you, is Alex Smith taking in the Foxborough? Is Alex Smith winning in Pittsburgh? The no, answer I don't is think, no. I mean, Alex Smith isn't. I mean, yeah. He, then you got to go He won opening night. Then you got to go Mahomes. That's 12 weeks ago. He's, he, he's not... He, First off, he's not beating New England a second time, and we all know how they fare against Pittsburgh. Whether you know, I know, whatever they they don't beat the Steelers wherever the game is. So, and that's what it's going to come down to having to beat one of those teams most likely. So, no, Alex Smith won't get the job done. Maybe you're right. You know, look, maybe you saw you saw a young kid tear up the Steelers defense last night. Maybe a Mahomes could go in there and sling it, and you never know what happens. He could, you know, I guess you take your chances with the the unknown as opposed to the known, and that would be my argument for Mahomes being in there. Third quarter. All right, AFC home games. One of the ones, my partner, that really bugged me is not only did I have Kamara in that DFS lineup, I also had Joe Mixon because he was cheap and I switched him out, which is so incredibly annoying. Some moves you make that are good, I took Hunt out. Some moves you make that are bad, I took Mixon out. Bengals 30, Browns 16, a tune-up for the Monday Night Football game next week against Blitzburg. Yeah, I got this one wrong too. Thought the Browns might, you know, be able to sneak a win here. A couple of missed field goals. They can't punch it in. They lose 30 to 16. Game was a little tighter than it looks, I think, but it is what it is. Deshaun Kaiser, 268, not really playing him. Crowell, 16 for 95, so it was a good game there for Crowell. It's a pretty decent Bengal run defense. They played a run pretty tough. So you could still roll Crowell there as an RB2. I think Duke Johnson had six carries, 35 yards, four catches, but I, I have more confidence, I think, in Crowell going forward down the stretch if you had to pick one of those. Uh, Corey Coleman, you said he was a sneaky play. Only three catches for 64 yards, but did get eight targets. So that's a good sign going forward that Corey Coleman may be able to contribute. But outside of that, there's really no other interest for me on the Cleveland side. Unless I'm with you on Mixon. I went back and forth between Mixon and one of my leagues, and I, I sat him. Actually, in your league, I believe, I sat him, and I, you know, the breakout finally came. I had been waiting for the breakout for three weeks. I had it. Didn't happen. It comes 
this week while on my bench. Luckily, it didn't matter. I'm going to win that game handily anyway. Tell Cousin Jerry thank you. But Andy Dalton, 18 for 28 with two touchdowns. Maybe you would have expected more at home against the Browns. I don't know if you played him. I'm sure he was a popular DFS pick. Did enough to get you probably 15, 16 points, but probably could have expected more. AJ Green, 5 for 66. And as part of the reason why you traded him, I believe, is was the schedule going down the stretch. And so far, you've been correct. He really has not, outside of that one big touchdown he had, what was a week or two ago, where the 70-yard bomb, he really hasn't done much. And let, me give, let me give you something here, Scott. Ready next week. A.J. Green, Pittsburgh on Monday night. Brandon Cooks at Buffalo. Brandon Cooks, because the Steelers usually hold Green in check. If you look at the history, so I'll go Brandon Cooks. Green or Doug Baldwin, home Philly. Oh, 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 that's a tough one. Baldwin had a bad game last week, so I'm going to say he bounces back with a decent game. Baldwin. Last one. Green or Jamison Crowder Thursday at Dallas? <laughs> Jamison Chowder. Okay. Um, yeah, outside of that, Joe Mixon, again, we did three catches, 51 yards. Brandon LaFell keeps getting targets, but not really producing. And Tyler Boyd scored, but no one had Tyler Boyd. I'm really disappointed. I know he scored, but I was really disappointed in Tyler Croft. I used him in a bunch of DFS lineups. I thought he was a good play. He played against, well against the Browns. First time out, only three catches, 14 yards. You know, salvages something with the touchdown, but I expected more to your boy Tyler Croft, but didn't get it. Outside of that, listen, uh, I called this one wrong. Thought the Browns might get the win. They don't. Bengals go to 5-6, and six, and believe it or not, we wrote this team off dead. They're very much alive in the wild card race as well because the AFC is so mediocre after those top two or three teams. Pick up Deshaun Kaiser. Again, I'm a psychiatrist. I struggle with my team because weird stuff happens, but I can help your team. Pick up Deshaun Kaiser. He goes at the Chargers. Then he hosts the Packers, and I understand some people struggle against the Packers. Deshaun Kaiser will not. Josh Gordon is back. I think we need to temper expectations about Josh Gordon, but Hugh Jackson said they're going to feed him. Defenses are going to be afraid of this guy. What do you have to lose? Pick, <laughs> might as well feed him, right? Pick up Kaiser. He was 18-31 at Cincinnati in a tough place to play. Got knocked out. He came back 268, Scott. 39 yards rushing and a touchdown. Pick up Deshaun Kaiser. He will be a QB1 this week. There's my bold prediction. Bold, you heard it first here. Deshaun Kaiser, QB1 this week. It's fitting that you get this game. You had a lot of interest in this game. Uh, the Colts, Titans at home, a very ho-hum 20-16 to win for the Titans. It's safe to say Marcus Mariota is a disappointment, yes? Yeah, it, he really hasn't played well. He hasn't taken that next step. No Rashard Matthews hurts him, Scott. I thought Eric Decker would be okay. He was not. It was a bomb. Delaney Walker is his security blanket. He loves it. Now, listen, there's a lot of this game that was schemed right. First off, the Colts have a good run defense. They didn't have it. They lost it for a couple weeks there, but now it's the home stretch. They're going to play hard there. At home, they have a good rush defense. They did not expect a huge game from DeMarco Murray. He got lucky with the touchdown there. Derrick Henry has looked better. They're going to go to Derrick Henry certainly next year, but right now, I'm still staying with DeMarco Scott because the running back position is so bad in the NFL. I'm not telling you DeMarco Murray is good. I am not telling you he hasn't been a bust. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is in PPR leagues, can you name two? Are you starting Jamal Williams over him at home against Tampa Bay off of one game? Off of one game, you'll start Jamal I Williams. Ta- ta- I mean, Tampa Bay stinks. But I mean, you're, you're that good. I'm not saying it's over off of one game. I'm just saying if you're looking at pure matchups, Tampa Bay's defense stinks. And it is home. I, I, I mean, who, who's DeMarco got next week? DeMarco Murray... DeMarco Murray's home against Houston. 
Yeah, I'm starting Jamal Williams. I think that's nuts. I think that's neat. The Houston Texas defense is phenomenal against the run. We just talked about this last week. They're unbelievable. Uh, Alex Collins do okay tonight? Alex Collins do okay tonight? Like 34 yards and a touchdown. That's all all I'm looking for, man. I'm looking for one touchdown and about 50 total yards. I'm not saying DeMarco Murray's going to run for 100 yards. Conveniently enough, DeMarco Murray got 42 total yards and a touchdown this week. So I love your expectations all of a sudden. That's all I'm thinking. No, I've said this consistently. I just don't think there's a lot of running backs out there that are better than him. Joe Mixon had a fantastic Allen's got a better game right tonight, too. I get get, get it. I I mean, listen, you can't tell me I'm overrating if I'm looking for 50 total yards and a touchdown. I I, I, (laughs) At that point, you're setting some really low expectations at this point. It's like you're just hanging on to your boy by a thread. You don't want to let him go. No, I just – I think running back is tough. Again, you're talking about start, right, man? So you should start two running backs. You you still prefer Murray over Henry. Yeah, because of the passing game. They're not using – basically, Murray takes over in the fourth quarter. What I'm saying is this, Scott. You start two running backs, don't you? You're telling me there's 24 running backs you'd rather start than DeMarco Murray? I just don't see it. 24, 10, 12, maybe 14, 16, 24. I, I'm sorry. I, if you're going to start Amir Abdullah over Jamar Murray, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, they, no, I get it. Oh, listen, put this on. I'd rather not be in that position to yeah, have to well, start Jamar Murray. You're not. You're not. That? Unfortunately, I am. I know. You You are. Uh, uh, I, I, did, I did drop Dalton and I went with Brissett. I'm going to tell you why I did that. I did that because I played it safe. I liked Brissett at home. I liked T.Y. Hilton at home, who had always been good at home. It was a total bust. He was terrible. But I Dalton thought, was at home. Dalton was at home. I understand that, but you know the way it is with Dalton. Even you've said this to me. Yeah, I still I did. I did. It's but still I Andy I still, Dalton. I can still take Dalton. I, I did listen to you about Cleveland in the eight. I thought you know I was kind of like it's, you know this could be. Look at me. I got your head in two games. You know, this week, but right? I, I a little. I thought it was a little. I thought. Listen, I thought it was a safer play. I thought it was going to win, and I thought it was safe to take it. I was wrong. T.Y. Hilton, the other one too, if you're in a dynasty league, folks, Marlon Mack is the real deal. You got to pick up Marlon Mack. He only had four rushes, 11 yards, two catches, 20 yards. He's very under the radar. Marlon Mack's going to burst on the scene next year. Andrew Luck's hopefully going to be back. He's over in, in, in Lichtenstein right now, wherever he's doing with his shoulder. He'll be fine. Jack Doyle, death taxes, Jack Doyle, seven receptions, 94 yards. Delaney Walker, great. Eric Decker, nothing. Corey Davis, can we relax? I went on Twitter with somebody on Sunday. Can we relax with the Corey Davis, Corey Davis thing? He's going he's gonna to be incredible. No, he's not. Rookie wide receivers are not good. They usually struggle a lot, except for the one year where the three people that went nuts, everybody has short memories. So I, I think Rashard Masters should be back next week, and I, I think that will change a lot of things. Good pick by you here, man. Well done. Going to clap it up. Well done. Tyrod Taylor went in. I just don't get Andy Reid. Andy Reid does what Andy Reid does. He usually has some great moments. He has some terrible ones. The Bills win in Kansas City, 16-10. to 10. Good pick by you. Chiefs are in a free fall. Chargers are one game back. Talk to me here. Buffalo, Kansas City. I had to get I had to get one right, right? At least at least this is the one I got right. Listen, with Tyrod Taylor and yeah, in this start AFC, the Pittsburgh defense, don't worry about it. Yeah, in this <laughs> AFC. This is a playoff team. They can be a playoff team. All right. I just that's with Tyrod Taylor. They're they're balanced enough. Now they did apparently Calvin Benjamin has a torn meniscus, but it's only day to day. So I have to figure that one out. And that's what reports say. I would assume he's gonna miss a week or two, but that's just me. But Taylor, he does enough to win you some games, and he can do enough down the stretch. And he's a reliable fantasy option, especially at home, I believe he's a reliable fantasy option. But he went at the Kansas City, did a great job. They beat Chiefs 16 to 10. Sean McCoy got bottled up 22 for 49, but four for 30. So McCoy is going to be fine. There's really nobody else there. Mike Tolbert didn't even get in carries. Tavares Cadet got some action. And Taylor rushed for 27 yards. But McCoy will be fine. Charles Clay, four for 60. He's Charles Clay. If he stays healthy, he can give you that on a week-to-week basis, four for 60. And maybe get a touchdown every other week. That's what you're hoping for with a guy like Charles Clay. 
Zay Jones, only three for 33 and a touchdown, but 10 targets, I think, is, is, is telling that, you know, Taylor was looking to get Jones involved. I had Zay Jones in one of my lineups. I think it was actually the one I put up against you head-to-head this week. He got 33 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. Outside of that, your boy Jordan Matthews just not getting it done. Two for 15 and only three targets. At this point, I'd say he was a disappointment. I, thought, I had high hopes for him in the beginning of the year like you did when he got traded there, but really just can't get on the same page with either one of these guys. But fantasy-wise, Tyrod Taylor is definitely a playable option, especially at home. McCoy is going to be fine. Go to the Chiefs side. Listen, I, uh, we just talked about it. It's it's now or never for Alex Smith. I mean, he went from MVP candidate, you know, six or seven weeks in to about to lose his job if they lose to the Jets on, in, in New York or the Meadowlands. So Alex Smith, I'm with you. I don't I don't get the Andy Reid stuff. I don't I just don't get the scheme. The, I just let, let these players play. It's the same the argument I have with Mitchell Trubisky in Chicago. Just let him throw the ball. Let him play. Let him do what they have to do. 199 in the touchdown so, and an interception. Disappointing for Alex Smith. Kareem Hunt. You know, you've been on this Kareem Hunt uh, bandwagon against the Kareem Hunt bandwagon all year long. 11 for 17 and only 1 for 9. So for every good thing he did in weeks 1, 2, 3, and 4, he is taking it all back here down the stretch, and this is not good for those Kareem Hunt owners here. you got to be worried. You better be looking for another option somehow to file him because if he does this again next week, you got to be worried about Kareem Hunt throwing him out there on a week-to-week basis. My suggestion is if Kenyon Drake is available, go get him with Damian Williams down. Drake's now the only game in town in Miami. She get a lot of touches and a lot of carries. Tyreek Hill, we've both been anti-Tyreek Hill, and he just he's too inconsistent for me. 7 for 41, he had 11 targets, but just not enough there for him. Travis Kelsey, a disappointment, 3 for 39, he'll be fine, and that's really it. There's nobody else you could target on this Kansas City team. So for all the stuff they run, the schemes they run, the, the skill position, the skill players are not there either for this team. Scott, I didn't pay attention to anything you just said. you want to know why? In this ridiculous big blue league, well, thanks. That, in this ridiculous big blue league that we're in, would you believe I am down three points? With 10 minutes left to go in this game because of your pathetic Steeler defense, I still have a shot. He's got Houston's defense and Lamar Miller, and I have Justin Tucker. I am down three points. This is the league, Scott, that I'm I... am t- curious, but it, it's, it's the Steeler defense, but it's not the combined one point out of Golden Tate and Vernon Davis. It's everything. It's all the horrific, nonsensical logic that occurred here that put me in this position. Stuff that could not be handicapped. We didn't debate on whether Vernon Davis should start. Scott, this is the league. And what I say to you, if I win this week, I'm guaranteeing the championship. I'm down three with 10 minutes left. Unbelievable. Well, Justin Tucker keeps kicking field goals. That works out for you because and Lamar Miller is out of this game from what I understand. So that was a big break for you. This he is it, bang, man. This is it. Up. I need a turnover and a field goal, and I got it. And I'm well, going to be unbearable. Tucker just booted one to make it 20-13. to 13, And you know, I think if you get if, if they I get, get any more points, I think the Texans fall into that next category where they drop it. three points. That's, so that's it, man. That's, that's it. You're looking for that three-point, that six-point swing. Justin Tucker, my friend. Can I'd you kick another? Ten minutes. Just make a field goal, Scott. That's all I need. Well, you got 10 minutes to do so, and hey, <laughs> overtime might be the best thing for you. <laughs> Dolphins, Patriots, Patriots do what the Patriots do, and that's why I understand you feel the Steelers have no shot, so be it. You may be very right on this one. The Patriots win a game they should win, and they win in handily, 35-17. to 17. You texted me, I believe, Saturday night with your DFS lineups, and you told me last time Rob Gronkowski was under 7,000. He lit up 
The Jets, well, he was under 7,000, and he went 5 for 82 and two touchdowns. Break down the rest of this game for us. Yeah, it's a classic thing. I do the DFS picks with my wife. My wife has these instincts. She had instinct about Kyle Rudolph. She's making pancakes there in the morning. It says, start Kyle Rudolph. I chocolate swear. Chip pancakes? I have chocolate chip is what she does. I don't know. She said this stuff. So this was a lineup that I had Brady and Gronkowski, but I didn't have Kamara in this one. Very frustrating. Brady is what Brady is, Scott. I will say this. A little odd, right? I heard this earlier. He had the snap that went over his head or something. I mean, you never see the Patriots do. They're very wow. weird stuff. Dion Lewis is the back to own. He's getting the carries. This is what Gills should have been. I'm done. I've moved on. I just had to say it one more time. Rex Burkhead is solid, but I would be careful. Rex Burkhead is feasting, Scott, because I know Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan comes back. He's going to take targets away from Rex Burkhead. He's not going to take handoffs away from Dion Lewis. But Burkhead did get the goal line touch, which is something worth worth watching for as you as you go there. He fumbled last week, but obviously it's not an issue. Brandon Cooks, I still say he's feast or famine, man. 37 yards of that one pass. He had 37 yards. He got the touchdown. 83 yards total. I'm still. I don't think he's worth his value in DFS, and I don't think he's a guy you should count on. You know, week in and week out. Danny Amendola, bad game. It's hard to predict him. And Gronkowski was great. Moving over to Miami, I think Matt Moore's live next week. Scott, I, I know you probably think I'm nuts, but here's your Matt Moore schedule: home against the Broncos, one o'clock game for a team coming from Mountain Time that doesn't look good. Uh, it's a sneaky I know, play. Oh, by the way, I keep Tlaib is suspended for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's not a terrible one. Uh, Jarvis Landry, you like Timmy big on him. He's done had a very good year. PPR, eight receptions, 70 yards. Julius Thomas is slowly sneaking back, Scott, into the picture. So if you really need a tight end, you had Vernon Davis. You may want to pick him up. Kenny Stills. Everybody talked about Kenny Stills' numbers with Matt Moore. There's a little overblown. It still is New England. They tend, to, they tend to take care of that. And Scott, another really big bust is Devontae Parker. Just a terrible job. I'm with you on Kenyon Drake. Uh, Damian Williams probably going to be out, so somebody got to look for as well. And I was very happy, Scott, because they covered by a half a point in this game. <laughs> uh, yeah, that they did. That's right. Yeah, that, that They did cover by a half. So I think you, you probably beat me in the picks this week. I know I went one and three, so I think you beat yeah, me. Yeah, I did. I beat you by one, one, game. one game. But, you know, that could... Good for you there, but the Patriots do what they do at home, and uh, you know, so be it. Uh, bad news for you. Looks like Lamar Miller is back in the game, so that could be a problem oh, for you. Jeez, just get three and out and kick a fifty-yarder, Justin. Please, Jets should have won this game, man. 35-27 yeah, Panthers. They had every reason to should have won this game. Listen, Josh McNown and that offense. And what, talk about Robbie Anderson. Jets, a high-scoring game, surprisingly. Panthers 35. Yeah, Jets, R- Robbie Anderson's becoming a star. I, my opinion, I mean, I, I, it's safe to say we're past knee-jerk at this point. He's been doing this at week in, week out now with these six, seven catch games, these big numbers and touchdowns. Maybe don't you know ask to be voted into the Pro Bowl in the middle of the game while you're doing that, Robbie, because no A, no one cares about the Pro Bowl, and B, you got to win a game first. <laughs> but... So be it. Robbie Anderson is becoming an impactful fantasy player. He's probably going to be one of those, you know, championship players. He could be one of those guys that's on a championship team that makes a difference down the stretch. Let me flip it over to Carolina. Cam Newton, 168 yards, no touchdowns. He got sacked three times. You know, I'm not the biggest Cam Newton guy. He was 11 for 28, but yet Carolina put up 35 points. The accuracy is a problem, man. I, you know, I, you know, I haven't been on. I've been against this team all year long. They're eight and three. They're, they're telling, they're giving me the big fu. But it is what it is. Christian McCaffrey seven for sixty-two. Jonathan Stewart a robust fifteen for twenty-six. So a break. He did get the touchdown. So that saved you if you're still playing Jonathan Stewart. And it's safe to say that Devin Funchess is becoming a go-to guy here. Seven for one hundred eighty. Caught seven of Cam's eleven completions. I actually, in this uh, sneaky DFS, I thought Russell Shepard might get involved. Yeah, that didn't work out too well for me. So Russell Shepard, not even on the stat sheet. Hey, Scott, let me let me ask you quick. Robbie Anderson's home against Kansas City this week. You ready? Robbie Anderson home against Kansas City. Jarvis Landry home against Denver. PPR. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson home. Stefan Diggs at Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Anderson because Thielen is still there. Robbie Anderson, home Kansas City. A.J. Green against Pittsburgh. <laughs> we went through A.J. Green before. I'm going to stay Robbie Anderson. Uh, you got him in top eight. I'm going to keep going. I want to hear where it stops. Robbie Anderson, home Kansas City. Devontae Adams, home Tampa Bay. Robbie Anderson. Uh, he's in the top five. Robbie Anderson, home Kansas City. DeAndre Hopkins at Tennessee. Uh, go ahead. Go with what you think. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. All right. I, that's where I it think, ends. I, Robbie I, Anderson. I, I got to rank him for this way for you, man. Robbie Anderson, top five I, wide receivers. Because I think Hopkins has got about 14 <laughs> targets already tonight, and then he'll continue to get them. So I'll, I'll, we'll draw the line at Hopkins at home. So, yeah, Devin Funches, I think, is legit. Wide receiver two, you can roll going forward. McCaffrey will be fine, especially in PBR leagues. Listen, Josh McCown, sneaky game. He could be, again, sneaky play next week against Kansas City. I mean, 307 and three touchdowns. Again, he, he, sometimes he makes some in-game decisions that make you scratch your head if you're a Jet fan. But other than that, he's been, you know, I guess as good as you could expect it, right? I mean, probably a little better than Fitzpatrick's been, uh, was for a couple of years. So good job out of uh, McCown, 307 and three touchdowns. If you streamed him, the jet running game is really something to avoid, I think, at this point. You can't really, you know, neither one, Powell or Forte, can break apart from the other. I think Forte still gives you a little bit more value because he can catch passes, even though he didn't have any catches in this game. Um, so I situation I'd avoid, i put them both as low RB2s. Robbie Anderson, we already discussed. Jermaine Kearse got back on the map, seven for one hundred and five and a touchdown. But I don't know if you can reliably, uh, you know, send out Jermaine Kearse week to week. Maybe high wide receiver three, but that's about it. Sferi and Jenkins, two for twenty-seven, get screwed again uh, on a non-catch call. I think it's the second time in what four weeks that the, these catch rules are just insane. Uh, I've had enough of what, determining what a catch is and what isn't a catch. You know, a running back can put the nose of the football on the white of the plane and it's fine, and then fumble it all over the place. But a receiver. If it moves a little bit, even though it didn't hit the ground, it's not a catch. I, I'm just done with that. Uh, and outside, of, I'm still good with Safarian Jenkins as a tight end one going forward. Broncos Raiders. Raiders winning the game. They had to win 21-14, but this was an ugly game too. I, we both expected, I think, a lot more from the Raiders than we got. I mean, now granted, Michael Crabtree was ejected in the first, and Amari Cooper was knocked into the other next planet. So Raiders win it 21-14. Uh, talk to me about any fantasy implications from this game. It's a shame. You know, Amari Cooper's had a difficult year. He's always drawn. We did gave that stat last week about how he's drawn some really top cornerbacks as well. Crabtree goes out with the ridiculous fighting. Listen, I'm all for hitting back and defending your turf. I have no problem with that. But you got you can't go with the second time. If he goes back, Scott, the second time, that's the killer. That's when he gets the two-game suspension. Just have the first fight get kicked out three minutes in. You would have been fine. But no Amari Cooper. And my starting Corderell Patterson, maybe. <laughs> Johnny week. Johnny Holton. Johnny Holton. Uh, Seth Roberts. Here we go again like last year. Marshall Lynch got a touchdown. Marshall Lynch is your classic RB2 like we talked about. Here's one. Would you rather start DeMarco Murray or Marshall Lynch? Uh, option C. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the same type of player that we're talking about, right? They got the Giants at home next week. Then they got at Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. So they got a, So with no Crabtree and Cooper, where do you put Carr? You don't. This guy's going to run you it don't. back. You I put him below Blake Bortles. In right all this, man. Because with those guys, those especially take the Eagle game out, which is championship week. But home Giants at Chiefs, home Cowboys yeah. with those guys would have been really yeah, enticing. Would have been good. Would have been good. C.J. Anderson, it's another one I was right about. We'll just move on. I, I don't want to – you know, he's he's buried. I told you, C.J. Anderson, all those Bronco truthers who were t- – Hey, Mike Randall, C.J. Anderson never had a chance. Yeah, he's had a chance and he stinks. Okay, we've been through this. Besides the four-game 
2014 season where he was on fire. He's not a good running back. Devontae Booker's taking this over. Scott, Devontae Booker fell down at the one-yard line or something, didn't get in the end zone, was called back. So he was right there between having a decent fantasy game, even though the Broncos didn't do much. Trevor Simeon's in. Paxton Lynch is hurt. Who knows? Poor Demaryius Thomas. I feel for Thomas and Sanders big time. I was just going to say, you said it best. Imagine if they had a quarterback. Imagine they had Tyrod Taylor. Maybe he'll be there next year. Emmanuel Sanders, Demaryius Thomas. Do you start him? I have no idea. If you have better options, you don't. It is what it is. Don't understand what's going on. That that's a that's a fire sale. Terrible job over there. I just don't want to talk about this game anymore. And I'm certainly not talking about the next game, by the way. So you can I may go get a beverage where you can talk about it. Again, talk to me about the Bonanza fantasy wise, except in the Mike Randall, the Mike Randall twelve teams he's in. Talk to me about Steelers thirty one, Packers twenty eight. Good. Tell me how late great Le'Veon Bell was. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, none of us expected a 31-28 game that came down to a Chris Boswell 53-yarder in, in the win that just was drilled. So good credit to Chris Boswell for drilling that. Um, look, Brett Hundley, I don't know what to make of this. I, you know, you say the Steelers secondary is soft. They have been known to give these big splash plays. But outside of these big splash plays, they've been pretty pretty stingy. I mean, they're like second overall in, in defense. They're like fourth against the run, second Randall against the Cobb pass. Randall so running around like the road runner. That's what I'm saying. You know, it, it's, it's, these, it's these breakdowns that happen, and they're going to have to fix them up if they want to compete with New England. We get it. We understand it. We know what it is. Brett Hundley, I don't think many people played him anyway, so I could skip it. 245 or three touchdowns. He may be a sneaky play at home against Tampa, though, next week. I mean, listen, if he could take what he learned in this game, you know, and, and he may be a play, but odds are he'll come back and throw 88 yards against a terrible Tampa Bay defense and throw four picks. Jamal Williams, 21 for 66. I'm playing him against the Bucs because the Bucs stink and this game's at home, and I think Williams has enough ability, especially if Montgomery is still out, which I think he will be. So he's the only game in town. You're not, you're not giving the ball to Aaron Ripkowski more than once. Uh, and as far as receivers, you you said it. Jordy Nelson is borderline droppable. Three for 11. Devontae Adams is the guy to own. Randall Cobb gets 458. But again, that was that fluke breakdown in coverage. No one was there to be found. Cobb, he was open. You know, you could have hit him for a touchdown on that play. Uh, so I'm still not buying the Cobb hype. So for me, it's Adams, Jamal Scott, Williams. Scott, here's a play. question for you, man. I got this from uh, at Robert Anker on Twitter. He tweeted me today, would you drop Jordy Nelson, which is his fourth wide receiver for Zay Jones, non-PPR? I, listen, I get the whole thing with Jordy Nelson, but if Hundley's playing well, I think you got to keep him over Zay Jones, don't you? Well, listen, I mean, are we expecting this every week from Hundley? And if so, does he? can he produce enough to spread it around? Like, I think Zay Jones becomes is becoming – I mean, he had only three catches, but they did have ten targets. And who else is Tyrod throwing it to? I mean, Deontay Thompson stinks. Jordan Matthews can't get it done. So outside of Charles Clay and McCoy out of the backfield, I mean, Zay Jones right now is the only game in town with Benjamin Hurt. So I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, Adams – I think I agree with you. Adams is the, is the key guy to own there, but – you know, I, it's, what's it? Three, four weeks now for Jordy Nelson. Where what? You get two, three catches a week. It's, it's, it's tough. He can't separate. The reason he separated was Aaron Rodgers. He can't separate. He's basically Des Bryant. There's no difference. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, Steelers side. You know, go Roethlisberger three for fifty one, four touchdowns, two picks. Um, you know, listen. I know you're. I know you're angry with the defense, but the offense does what they do in prime time. They put up thirty one points. They had to really work for this. Scott, but in, they all did it. in all seriousness, you're not concerned that he threw two interceptions. Against that defense. Well, listen. One of them. One of one of them was deflected. So the, one of them was. Yeah, he is that a lot? They had five against Jacksonville. And you told me two were deflected. You're big into yeah, the well, alibis. I'm just it's, saying. But it's not an alibi. It's they. Yeah, listen. You, if they're a deflected pass, and this is, goes for any quarterback, it's 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 a little different. The first one was all on him. He tried to fit one into Eli Rogers, and he he didn't get the job done. The second one was deflected. The turnovers worry me, but outside of two games, you know, with seven, he's got like you know four picks. So it does worry me a little bit, but. 
the deflections take away a little bit of it for me, the pain. Uh, if these are just straight zinging them and throwing them into triple coverage or double coverage and making these boneheaded throws, I'd be a little more concerned. But deflections to ease the pain a little bit. But, yes, I'm always going to be concerned about turnovers. That should anybody. But, again, four touchdowns, 351. Puts a big stat line if you had him in fantasy and you played him. Le'Veon Bell combines for 183 yards. Doesn't score, but 20 for 95, 12 for 88. Bell's fine. And Antonio Brown, we talked about, I mean, the, the catch he made. I mean, the Steelers got the ball at the 25 with 17 seconds ago. He makes one of the catches of the year uh, for sure. I'm, I'm sure you saw it live because you were intent into this game. Uh, great catch, 10 for 169 and two touchdowns. He's just, it is what it is. You know, it's funny, Scott. Can I, I give myself credit, though, real quick? Oh, you should. No, I'll give you credit. You don't have to give it to yourself. I'll give it to you. You were all over Martavis Bryant. He should have scored in the end around, so he should have had two touchdowns. He absolutely scored. It was a great call by you. There's nothing for me to say. Tremendous call. Well done. What I will tell you, which is really funny, is fortunately for my well-being, which, as you know, my blood pressure has been through the roof the last 24 hours, I was taping the Screen the Screener podcast last night. So I actually did not see any of this game until I rewatched it on NFL replay on the highlights and then I was burning. <laughs> but oh, no, so I did not watch it. I did not watch it live. Yeah, I was taping for like two hours. So yeah. Yeah, honestly. listen. So I mean if you saw the replay, again, I know you look at it thirty one twenty it's it, it, yeah, the catch was unbelievable. Ball but that's it. The, the the pack the Packers score on three or four breakdowns. Uh, it's just it is what it is, and that's what they score. But Antonio Brown is just a fantastic player. Rodney Harrison in the pregame said after Julio Jones is two fifty three said Julio Jones was the best receiver in football. No, Maybe that's neat. No, knee jerk. No, this is the best receiver in he's football. Best receiver in football. That's it. The bust is already there in Canton for this guy. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, that's it. Period. End of story. Martavis Bryant offers you value as long as Juju Smith Schuster is out. I would think he's going to be back next week. The extra day to prep. We'll see. If he's not, Bryant is playable. I mean, he was targeted six times, and like you said, he fell at the one-yard line and then the end around. He should have had two touchdowns, so he's playable with Smith-Schuster out. And outside of that, listen, you know, Eli Rogers can't play. Jesse James once in a while will pop, but he's not reliable enough to play. So, listen, you you know who to own in this team. Um, but, yes, that defense has to shore it up a little bit if they want to hang with the Patriots. Fortunately, that game's in Pittsburgh. It hasn't really seemed to matter over the years, but, look, the Steelers have – I know the I know the Patriots have Buffalo, and I'm top of my head. I don't know who the next one is, but the Steelers do have two AFC North opponents, and both of them would be looking to beat them up pretty good. So there's a chance the Steelers could slip up here against the Ravens or the Bengals, and you know the game might be not as important as we thought. Yeah, Patriots end up going at the Bills, at the Dolphins, at the Steelers. They got three yeah, games so in a row. Listen, Patriots, Patriots will Patriots will win them, so they'll be uh, where they be need careful, to be. Be careful, man. They, listen, maybe the Bills. I, I don't not the no, Dolphins. No, I, I don't think the Bills, but they struggle in Miami. You know, you yeah. can tell when Sue wants to play, he plays. And he, he looked like he was on a mission yesterday to get after Brady. That's a first that game. That wasn't have to throw for 400 in that I game. I know, but just be uh, be careless. And I think the Steelers have an interesting game against the, the Bengals. You know, Vontaze Burfick will be kicked out. But I, I, I think that it's possible. But listen, I, I'm sorry. I cannot in any logic possibly see, as low as my blood pressure has been in 24 hours, I just can't see them losing that game. I, I can't see the Patriots losing that game. And can no, we- I get it. And you're, and you're with the majority. And listen, it's it's been the narrative for years. I mean, you know. If you had Dick LeBeau still, Scott, maybe I'd buy it. You know, I think he can dial something up. He's in Tennessee right now. But I... And by the way, can we relax about Martavis Bryant? People are coming at me on Twitter. Folks, he had four catches for 40 yards. Yeah, yeah, okay. four, four catches. I, I okay. agreed. He, I, I, give you no I give you credit. Shooter. I give you credit for your call. I don't want to give people credit. I was wrong about Martavis Bryant. Let's yeah, take it out. Listen, when Smith Schuster <laughs> comes back, Bryant will go to where he is. Maybe he offers value. But he offers value with him out, for sure. He can give you exactly what he gave you here. And he was involved more. They looked his way more. So with Juju out, Bryant takes the next step up. But until then, if Juju comes back, Bryant's going to go back to what he was. Fourth quarter? Fourth quarter. 
Scott, so because of my misery and my myriad of losses, which by the way, I'm hanging on by a thread <laughs> thread right now. You know how badly I want them to get a turnover here and just have Tucker kick a 50-yarder. I'll be a different person tomorrow. Oh, I'm hanging on by a thread. I did do a DFS lineup Sunday with Scott for the for the millionaire. I'll give it to I'll give it to you. Ready? <laughs> Go ahead, because I have not done one yet. Does he trail by four points in this league? Because Lamar Miller caught a, yeah. Yeah, a couple of yards. That's all right. I lose two. They get two back. They give two in the yards. He kicks a 50-yard. Here we go. So, Scott, looking at, at, at my lineup here, this is what I like. I think Rivers at home is 7,000. I understand it's a lot of money, but they're home against Cleveland, and Cleveland is decent against the run. And as you've said so many times, I don't think Melvin Gordon is inspiring a lot of yards per carry, regardless of who's on the line right there. So I think Rivers at home for, for 3x value at 7,000 is pretty Not safe. Not to cut you off, my friend, but you got the turnover you were looking for. <laughs> Sack fumble for the Ravens. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scott, I'm going to tell you, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the nail. This may end up in a, in a, in a tie. <laughs> this is going to be the remember, nail. This, got no, this league, for some reason, has no fractional points. This is going to be the nail in my coffin, or this is going to be. And, and I'm, going to, I'm going to have a drink after this. I'll tell you. I'm, I'm going to t sizzle with the sack fumble. Scott, I got a bottle of Jack Daniels right across from me. I'm telling you right now, I will do a shot on this podcast if he kicks a field goal. Mo- <laughs> moving on, Dion Lewis at 5,500. Scott, why is he 5,500? They're playing the Bills on the road. You certainly think the Bills are going to step up. He can catch passes out of the backfield. All he's got to do is get 15 fantasy points, and he's the lead running back right now in New England. I know it's New England, folks, but Mike Gillisley is inactive. James White, is he really going to take Texas? I'm going with Deion Lewis. Scott, I took Adrian Peterson. I know you're not in love with this, but I'm going with volume. The Rams do not have a good run defense, particularly on the road. I needed a cheap play, as you'll see in a minute, so I'm going to have to go 4,800. Scott, I'm going to have to make changes. I had Michael Crabtree, <laughs> Michael Crabtree in yeah, for 1600 he's going to come out. So I'm going to have to make a change, 6600 So I'm going to go with someone else. Uh, in fact, let's do this Let's do this on the podcast, buddy. Here we go. So I am going to go with, instead of Michael Crabtree, I'm going to go with Robbie Anderson at 6300 That's a pretty easy switch. So Robbie Anderson at 6300 Keenan Allen, Scott, I'm going to do your stack. I'll stack Keenan Allen at home. He's 8300 But against Cleveland, I think that's automatic. I like Mohamed Sanu. He's getting your value back there. 5,600. I like him as well. Austin Safarian Jenkins, home against Kansas City. He's dropped touchdowns there, but he's getting targets. Scott, I mentioned this earlier. Carlos Hyde as my running back at 5,900. And I'll take the Cardinal defense at home. 2,200. That's pretty cheap. With 400 bucks left over. Not terrible lineup, buddy, right? 2,200 Cardinal defense against yeah. the Rams. Yeah. I, like, I know you don't like golf on the road. That is a given. It's not terrible. It's not 2,200. I mean, you know, I got to go cheap there, but. Now, listen, it's not a bad lineup at all. Rivers, I think 7,000 makes sense <clears throat> there. I mean, maybe the Melvin Gordon breakout is coming, but Rivers makes sense. Other options you could look at from a quarterback standpoint. Um, Keep stalling uh, because I want to see if Tucker's going to kick a 58 yard field goal. <laughs> tough, tough slate here. Listen, I, I, I for 5,400, I don't want to sound like a truther here, but. Could Tyrod Taylor give you 20 points at home in a game they're probably going to have to put up and throw the ball and get points? Absolutely. Why not 5,400 against a 32nd-ranked defense against fantasy quarterbacks? Scott, are they kicking us? I see third and two on my computer. Right it now. is third and two at the 42. It's uh, They so, got to I mean, let listen. him kick it. Let him kick it. Right? No? Yeah, They're up. Uh, you know, there's three minutes to go. It's a tough one. This, <laughs> I tell you one thing. They get a first down. You might be They call the timeout. So the oh, timeout okay. called. So, so, sorry. Yeah, three. Th- right. It looks like, folks, looks like this podcast is going to go for at least another five minutes real time. We're at 313 in the fourth. So we'll, we'll get a little more action here. Um, other quarterbacks to think about. Listen, it's 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 a tough slate now because you got 13 games. All the buys are gone. So you get more action involved here. Um, Drew Brees at home against Carolina. You know, I don't know. That's a 6,500. It's a tough one. You know, Matt Ryan against the Vikings is tough. I mean, listen, 
with Cooper and Crabtree, would have said Derek Carr was a steal, but that's tough too. Yeah, there's a tough slate of quarterbacks. Um, running backs, Kamara. Look at that, 8,400. Alvin Kamara. You know, jumping up there. Fournette, 7,800. I'd avoid against the Colts. Mm. Carlos Hyde. I'm in agreement. 5,900. Jordan Howard. Is Jordan Howard? Uh, Jordan Howard's a steal, 6,500 uh, against the Niners. That is an absolute steal. Flag on the play here. Uh, the uh, handoff to Collins. Let's see where this flag goes for you. As a, Neutral zone infraction. That's a first down. Is that what it is? Yep. If that's what it is, you're. Uh, uh, you know that could be good for you because Houston does have all three of their timeouts left. Yes, so. and Scott, they need, and this is this is murder. They need eight yards, Baltimore, in order to knock down two points. So give me eight yards. That knocks him down in the field goal, uh, and I win. Unbelievable. Fantasy. Uh, what, what? Why do we do this to ourselves? Why? I'm Why a, did you get me into this? This is terrible. Listen, I, I'm glad. You know what? Listen, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I should make the playoffs in this league because I you know, started off great. I've really faltered, but I'm glad I didn't have to worry about Mike Wallace. Alex Collins get you four yards. Um, uh, I lost this game because Antonio Brown was Jesus. Uh, I lost my game this week. It's got to make you feel pretty good, though, man, right? I mean, if you had to lose, it's got to be no, a if, Listen, you know, I've been burned by Antonio Brown back-to-back weeks now. I burned by him last week, too, in a different league. So, listen, it is what it is. You know, it serves me right for drafting Bell over him. Brown is just Jesus. Tyreek Hill on the, hill, on the road, 6,700, probably overpriced, right? Wouldn't you think the yeah, I mean, on the road, he's pretty good. But I don't know if you're going to trust him with Alex Smith yet. And the Jets' defense, I know they're giving up pass plays. But they're playing hard for Todd Bowles. I give Todd Bowles a lot of credit. I thought they were going the wrong way. They're not. I mean, so I, I think that's a fair one. How about Marquise Lee home, 5,200 Colts? That could be a sneaky play for 5,200. Yeah, they should, be passing, they should be passing all over the place on them. And Blake Borough's got to find someone. Marquise Lee had a bad, a bad week this week, so maybe people get off him with the ownership. Wow, Jordy Nelson, 4,400. Yeah, that's amazing. Amazing. Listen, Holly's played well. It's ama- This is why you guys stick with your convictions, man. We've had convictions on this podcast. We've talked about it. I stuck with the Martavis Bryant one. You stuck with Zach Ertz since the beginning of the year. We've talked about this. you got to stick with them all the way through because you never know. I like Brett Hundley. I thought Brett Hundley was reasonable. It's just like I'm four weeks to get there. So if you believe in something, folks, and you think you have a read, don't get off of it right away. Sometimes you can't keep a player for 10 weeks, but don't trade him right away if you really believe it's going to happen, especially early in the year. Sometimes things come around. It just takes a while. Keenan Allen there, I had an opportunity. I pulled the trade back. I shouldn't against you because I really like Keenan Allen, but I got off the, uh, the, the snide there. Yeah, I put Keenan Allen out to a lot of people, no one. But let me give you this one. Mark Easley at 5,200 at home against the Colts or D.D. Westbrook at 4,100? No, I'll take Mark Easley. I'll chase the targets. Let me give you a couple other ones here. Mark Easley against Indianapolis, Josh Dotson at Dallas. I will take Mark Easley there. Okay, Mark Easley, home against Indianapolis, Cooper Cup at Arizona. Mm-hmm. No Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. Third and eight. Flacco from the gun, hands off to Woodhead. Who gets stuffed at the line? Perfect. So that's a fifty-yarder. It's a fifty-yarder, isn't it? He, he might have gained about a yard. <laughs> it's so a fifty-yarder. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to mark him at the thirty-two. It looks like, which makes it a forty-nine-yarder. Uh, maybe uh, is, is that is a four-pointer in this, this league? Is it, is that, man. This is it. Here we yeah, go. Woodhead, yeah, he, bound, he actually ran into his own lineman. He had a I hole. don't know. I see. This is tough because if it's not a fifty-yarder, I think I lose by one. When oh, this fourth and six, Texans are out of timeouts. So because I lose by one, then. Because I, I don't think it – well, it's got to be a 50-yard, otherwise I lose by one. Unbelievable. Well, no. Wouldn't this knock the 23 points allowed? I don't wouldn't think it, it does. I think it goes down? to 24. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, so, Tuck, Tucker is lining up for this field goal. Oh, Tucker has had zero timeouts, so they can't ice the kicker. Unbelievable. So there we go. Fourth and six. It is a 49-yard <laughs> attempt. I feel, I feel like Kevin Hart did well. <laughs> 
Tucker steps back. The Texans are on the sidelines looking. Bill O'Brien shaking his head. The snap is down. The hold is good. The kick is up. And it is true. 49-yarder for Justin Tucker. What is the score? Automatic. What is the score? (laughs) As I hit refresh because I do have it up in front of my screen. Uh, CBS is a little delayed. so Refresh the score. Refresh again. And the score is now still not refreshed. (laughs) It's still not refreshed. I'm going to have to edit this. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have to edit this. Oh, this is torture. Why do they do this to me? It has not refreshed yet. Wow, I'm not sure. And on the app, you are up by one, I'm my freaking friend. Unbelievable. I, uh, I'm freaking believable. But the problem for you is Lamar Miller is still on the field. And he is, he is, let me just break this down for you, three receiving yards away from a point. And nine rushing yards away from a point. So you are going to have to sweat this one out. If your Steeler defense did anything. I'll stop it. If Vernon Davis caught a ball. Scott, if I told you that Vernon Davis was going to have zero or the Steeler defense was going to have four, be honest. Which do you think was was least likely, less likely to happen? Come on, No, man. Vernon Davis against the Giants having zero was less likely to happen. Come on. I, I lined up, I lined up a tight end. Come on. I lined up a tight end. According to CBS, my friend, your win probability is 74%. <laughs> your opponent is 26. Let's see. Right now you're going to know. if It's all on uh, Lamar Miller here, and he is definitely out there. So uh, Ravens showing blitz. Again, three receiving yards, nine rushing yards get a point either way, and if he gets both, it's two points, and you're in trouble. <laughs> Savage, back to pass. Miller's blocking, so you're good there. Pass is complete to CJ Fedorowicz for nine. <laughs> This is hell. Second and one, 2.30 to go in the fourth. Clock ticking. Miller's still in the backfield. Snap. Miller is going out in the flat, but the pass is intercepted, and that is the ball game. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> and you are going to walk away with an 80 I guarantee you I win this league. Win. I guarantee you I oh. win this league. Guaranteed. You hear that, folks? You hear that, listeners? Picking up the blitz. Mike Randall is back. Woo! What a win! And the Baltimore Ravens remain in the AFC playoff picture. Folks, if you liked what you heard, there's a lot of uh, a lot of anger in the first quarter, a lot of joy in the second and the fourth quarter. I'm getting a bottle uh, of Jack right now. Listen, yeah, the Jack Daniels is ready. The Texans, Tom Savage. I mean, I don't know what he's doing. He threw that ball into quadruple coverage, stared down C.J. Fedorowicz, and it was intercepted relatively easily. But if you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter at PUT Blitz. You can follow Mike at Randall Rant. You can follow me at SCOT557. We're also on Facebook. Questions, comments, reviews, ratings. We want. We look for them all. As Mike is looking for that bottle of Jack Daniels. I got, it's not Jack Daniels. You know what I got? I got a for those out there. I got a Blade Runner 2049, a special type of Jack Daniels Johnny Walker Black Director's Cut from Blade Runner. Oh my man! Open this up. It's amazing what fantasy does to you. you oh, even to this podcast, angry as can be, and yet you're still alive in two leagues. You're alive in Yahoo. You hear this, my friend? The sweet sound of victory. Here we go. Justin Tucker, a hero for you, my friend. (sighs) Ah, beautiful. (laughs) Folks, what a great night it is. Celebrate with me wherever you are. Kiss your wife, hug your children, and have a beverage. Pick up the Blitz Podcast. We'll see you.